Greetings and welcome to the African Spirit Reintegrated and Reimagined Podcast. I am a Sunny Brogan, owner of a Sunny Coaching Services, and I am discussing dealing with family members and friends when it comes to practicing within an African spiritual tradition or an African traditional religion, ATR as it is commonly referred to. So before I do get started in this particular episode, I want to um, present a caveat to what I'm going to say. Do keep in mind that this is very general advice. We're talking about subjective matter here. This is something that I tend to deal with on a one-on-one basis with my coaching clients because I do spiritual coaching, in which case I help people to navigate their spiritual journeys into traditional or indigenous belief system. As such, Keep in mind that when it comes to dealing with individuals or human beings, it can be so, so very vital for you to get one-on-one advice and help if you are dealing with a major situation that is causing you some type of stress or grief in your day-to-day life. I am providing some very general tips and ideas that have helped me and some of my clients to walk through these particular elements of venturing into an indigenous practice. However, keep in mind that everybody is different. You are a different person. The people that you are dealing with may not be just like other individuals. So if you find that your situation is not working out, if you choose to implement any of these methods, be sure to go to a higher level if it's that important to you, okay? And what I mean by a higher level is, you know, maybe connecting with a spiritual coach or someone else who can help you work out the issues within your family or with it, with your friends even, if that may be the case. Now, my first bit of advice in this situation is to understand that losing people as you venture into an African traditional religion or any type of indigenous practice may be just part of the process for you. It may be destined that you lose certain individuals. It happens. It happens sometimes in people's situations. I know people in my personal life, likewise my clients, who have absolutely lost very important people in their lives when they decided to practice ATR. This phenomenon is very real. It happens and sometimes it just happens for a reason. We lose people all the time from our lives because everybody is not meant to stay with us throughout the entirety of our lifetimes. Sometimes we lose very important individuals to us where it can be very, very stressful and challenging to continue down this path when you do lose such individuals. So in this particular case, I'm talking about people who have lost significant partners, maybe even gone through divorces if they were married. Also, they've lost connections with their parents or their siblings, maybe even their children. It happens, guys. I am not going to sit here and tell you that every single situation can be remedied to the point where you can maintain those close connections when you decide to practice ATR. This particular practice is still very much so taboo in modern day society. Some people don't believe in it. Um, Some people who are very, very religious think that the, you know, only way to truth is a certain religion. 
maybe it be Christian, whether it be Christianity, Islam, or what have you, in which case they may choose to disown you if you choose something outside of those parameters is what they deem to be the truth or the right way, etc. So do understand that component first and foremost and just be prepared for that reality. I am not saying just breeze through it because you probably won't be able to. There are some grief, some mourning, some processes that will have to take place with you and possibly the other individuals as you go through such a transition, but it can happen. All right. Aside from all out losing people just on a whole, one of the tips that I do recommend it is it is possible for you to have your own living space to do so whenever you practice ATR and you have family members and friends who are against such practices. I know that this is not even feasible, practical for every person, right? If you're an adult, for instance, and you're living at home with your parents or even maybe a teenager and you kind of have a certain level of autonomy, in which case you, you may be able to practice ATR, but your families or your family members are disapproving of that it's going to be a little bit more difficult so you may want to um delay certain aspects of your practice or kind of you know tone them down if that is possible in your particular situation however when it comes to somebody who is an adult and has the means to be able to move out and live by themselves and you're still at home or you're still living with parents or maybe even a roommate or whomever, right? It may be time for you to just make that transition and get your own space so that you can have the freedom to practice as you will. This may even be applicable guys to married couples, right? If you can live in a separate space from your spouse and still maintain a pretty decent relationship outside of what you're practicing, that may even be an idea, all right? It's something that you'll have to think about and really work through because that's usually the number one challenge is when you're living in the household with someone else. You can usually mitigate situations that are in your external environment in so many different ways. And I'll talk about that shortly. But when it comes to dealing with people in your own household, you know, it's a whole different ball game, especially when you're practicing within a system that requires a lot of ritual work, ceremonies, things like that. It can be difficult to really live with other people because they're seeing the things that you're doing. And, you know, unfortunately, so many people consider these things to be demonic or what have you. So do keep those types of things in mind. Um, I can say in my own journey, I've been pretty blessed as I went into the practice. I had a few hiccups here and there, but I wasn't completely disowned by any of my family members or friends. Um, my mother is pretty open to this dynamic, though you know she did have some issues at first because she is a Christian and she doesn't really believe in going back into the traditions as I've done. And so it took a little bit of time but she never from the door just decided well i am not dealing with you anymore you can't come to my house or i don't want to speak to you you know those types of things 
when it came to me engaging in these particular practices. I've had a few, you know, hiccups with some people otherwise, but even with friends who had the right to just close down the friendship and move forward without me, they chose to stick with me. They didn't really care, um, you know, that I was practicing within these systems as long as it did not do any or have any ill effects on them which it didn't of course but you know people have different thoughts about what's going on when you practice within an atr that being said that was probably my case just because i tend to be around people who are just more open-minded in general so they don't have those types of closed belief systems but people are like that in the world and of course we can't choose our family members we can't choose our friends but when it comes to dealing with family relations that can be a whole nother ball game so that is one of my suggestions that if you can have your separate living space try to do that okay if you can't move in your separate living space at least try to contain whatever you do within your own living quarters there are ways to set up altars or shrines to deities without them having to be so extravagant and large some people have to deal with that in their own practice even if they live by themselves or they live with someone else who practices with them right because you know shrine space can, can be a bit expensive depending on how many energies that you deal with and how many altars that you have one suggestion that i often give to new clients who are starting especially in the ancestral veneration aspects of atr and they're having issues with their family and friends is say hey put it in a box right you can get a shoe box and set up an ancestral altar it doesn't have to be huge expensive or extravagant especially when it comes to personal altars and things like that that you set up for your deities now the challenge will come in if you start to get shrines consecrated pots and things like that that are effectively divine for you and given to you by a priest or a priestess that can be very very different in that regard okay so i'm going to take a quick break and when i come back i am going to discuss a few more tips and suggestions that i have for working through these types of matters now the next thing that i would offer as advice when having challenges when you deal with family and friends and you decide to go into an african spiritual practice is to keep it to yourself if at all possible um this is one of the reasons why i discussed having your own living space at first because if you are living with someone else it's difficult to keep this type of information to yourself however if you are not living with someone right and of course that will apply to at least some of your family and friends even if you are married or you're living with a significant other or your parents you do not have to tell everybody outside of your living space what you are doing this is a mistake that i see so many people make you know they get so excited and they run around and telling people you know all over the place i practice atr i do this i do that i've seen individuals do this to people or talk to people rather whom they don't even know they decide that they want to just tell everybody that they meet 
hey, I am into this particular belief system. And people look at them strange or, you know, not necessarily want to be around them. By no means am I saying that you have to keep what you do a secret, but everything is just not meant for everybody's ears, okay? You don't have to go around announcing to everybody what you do, especially when you're dealing with people who you know are sensitive and will have challenges with that. In my opinion, if you choose to go and talk to those people and you don't have to let those individuals know that that type of information you are doing it for spiteful reasons or you're, you're trying to bring up drama or cause problems in which case you will probably find yourself in a lot of issues when it comes to this type of thing so i mentioned earlier that i did talk to my mother about this even though i don't live in a house with her i am very close to her and like i said she is a very open-minded person However, my parents are divorced. And so I never spoke with my dad about the, the fact that I do practice ATR. Even to this day, he does not know. Primarily because I chose not to tell him. He's a very religious man and he really got that way later on in life. He wasn't like that um, growing up in the household with him. However, he, you know, found Jesus, if you will, and decided to walk that walk. And, you know, I respect his journey, though that's not what I have chosen to do. I know he's very dogmatic about Christianity because of some of the conversations that we've had in the past before I even transitioned into ATR. As such, I, cho I choose not to broach this topic with him. My dad is older. It's no need for me to have any type of separation from him during this phase of his life and my life because I know that he probably won't be around for much longer. So I would rather spend my time with him, enjoying his company and being in his presence, gleaning whatever wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that I can get from him before he transitions to the ancestral realm instead of focusing on arguing about something that is inconsequential him knowing or not knowing about my practice does not change what i do or who i am so i choose not to broach that topic with him i don't talk to everybody about what i do again because there's just no need to like when i meet new people new friends or what have you I don't have to tell them that I practice ATR unless there is a need to know. Maybe we, if we met, for instance, in an ATR community or what have you, then obviously they already know. So I might discuss the specifics of what I do in those particular instances. But otherwise, nobody needs to know. Just like when I was practicing Christianity, I didn't have to go around shouting from the rooftops that I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. To be honest with you, when people do those types of things, that's a telltale sign to me that they're not about what they say they are about. Because if you practice something or if you proclaim to be associated with something, I, especially when it comes to spirituality or religion, I should be able to tell that from your walk, from what you do, how you interact with me and other people. I don't need you to broadcast that to me, right? I should see your words, your behavior and say, wow, you know, I am very, very awe-inspired by this person's behavior and I really like what they're into. That in and of itself, to me, 
is the best way to evangelize somebody not going around you know beating somebody over the head with the bible or whatever other you know instruments or tools that you, you choose to use to convince somebody else that your way is the right way that's not going to convince me unless i see activity on your behalf I feel the same way about ATR. I don't want somebody coming up telling me, oh, I'm into, you know, hoodoo, voodoo, or what have you, just for me to, you know, look at this person in a different way or to see them in a different light. I should see that by the content of your character that you are doing something that is working for your life, in which case that would convince me if, you know, I felt like it was something else I needed in my own experience to transition to what you are doing all right um for me you know i'm i'm not an evangelist in any regards when it comes to any type of religious practice i wasn't even like that when i was into christianity i really did not believe in going out with the i think it was a great commission or what have you you know preaching and teaching telling the whole world and convincing everybody to come to jesus i just never vibed with that thought pattern because i always thought it as you know the creative the creator god whatever you call the um supreme being or higher power has the ability to convince people in their own experiences in their own heart space that he or she is real whatever you want to deem this um energy to be so i never really looked at it from that perspective that we have to go out and spread the message and the news the good news of the gospel etc etc the creator can does and will show up in people's lives whenever it is time for them to have such experiences it's not incumbent upon me or anybody else to force that knowledge on someone else now if somebody comes and asks me about what i do and you know why i do it i'm more than happy to share that information with them even in this platform and other platforms where i talk about atr this information is being presented for the individuals who do want to know i don't go and post my content in you know for instance christian or islamic circles or what have you trying to force someone to embrace atr so my content is presented and, and put in spaces where individuals who want this knowledge and information can easily find it, ascertain it, and get whatever they need to get from it, okay? That comes along with my next suggestion, which is also to teach, don't preach, okay? This is another thing that I find that people, you know, when they navigate into these practices, they're so gung-ho because they've learned the truth. And it's like, hey, you know, what you're dealing with is wrong. It was brought to you by the slave master, et cetera, et cetera. So you need to be practicing your indigenous or traditional religion. And, you know, they go on this, you know, preaching spree where they want to evangelize other people, in other words. And that's not the right approach, right? Instead of you taking that stance, just talk to people and explain to them what is going on with your practice. That is what happened to me and my mom, as I mentioned before. Though she's very open to things like this, 
I still had to take time out and explain to her what I was doing because she held on to a lot of those myths that, you know, this is the money, we're doing evil things. And so instead of me, you know, being even offended by that, I chose to educate her. I used teachable moments to say, hey, this is what I do. I've shown her videos of ritual works that I perform and ritual work that has been performed on my behalf. And it took some time. It wasn't just like, you know, right away she just accepted. You know, I would say anywhere from six months to a year we went through that transition to the point that my mom has even gotten ritual work performed through me, through the Bible of Woe that I work with. And she's experienced some great results from that. Still a Christian. She has not decided to practice ATR. I've never told her that she should do so and we have a beautiful relationship honestly i would say that we have a more beautiful relationship because i do practice atr and i get communication about you know my family in different regards whenever i get reading services so you know it shows me how to better interact with them and not just from the perspective of you know me trying to convince them that what i'm doing is correct but more so to help them in their own journeys because sometimes things will come up about them that hey they need this or they need that and i might even offer an evo or sacrifice on their behalf so that things go smoothly in their particular situations so it has actually made it better for both of us i don't even tell them when those things come up because it's not necessary um i will be duly rewarded for what i do and i just keep it moving so this is one of the things that i always tell people as well don't go in with this preaching type of mode where you're trying to convince somebody that what you are doing is the right way i've dealt with clients who've had such experiences and they just didn't turn out well because they were trying to force information upon someone else and if we go back and think about the dynamics of how you know we as a people group black people that is got into this situation it was because we were forced and coerced to accept something that was not native to us right and it was kind of shoved down our throat and we went through a whole period of transitions to the point where now you know many black people around the world accept something that is not native to us either way it goes the way back home is not to do the same type of activity in order to make other people come back to their traditions or indigenous practices or even to accept that you have done so instead the way forward is to use these opportunities to educate others about the systems and help them to understand the benefits what we are doing while we are doing it to debunk a lot of the myths about these practices and put them in their rightful light and when we do that people will naturally gravitate towards that because they're going to gravitate to the light if we present these traditions in a whole different way instead we are creating a space of darkness in which case it's not beneficial to anyone at that point so i'm going to stop here and take another quick break and when i come back i am going to share a few more tips that i have when dealing with family and friends when you practice atr mm-hmm.
ancestor veneration is central to many traditional spiritual practices around the world. It's a way to honor and remember those who came before us. It's also a way to connect with our ancestors and learn from them. In my book, I reveal the intricacies of these rituals, as well as their historical context and how you can benefit from them in your daily life. So get your copy of Connecting with Your Ancestors, a practical guide for living a destiny-driven life now at Amazon.com. My last bit of advice is for you to be just as tolerant with your family and friends when it comes to their practices and religious beliefs as you desire for them to be with you. So sometimes what people do when they come into these spaces, they expect for people to accept them, accept their belief systems immediately and to just, you know, everything to be hunky-dory or even for their family and friends to transition automatically to what they are doing especially when we're talking about married couples and stuff like that and it's you know perfectly reasonable for you to want your mate to do what you are doing because it can make the relationship more cohesive on many levels however you have to be just as tolerant with them as you were with yourself as you transition into ATR Likewise, you have to be just as tolerant with them as you wish for them to be with you. Give them the time and the space to accept what you are practicing. For the average person, it won't happen overnight, especially if you're dealing with very, very religious family and friends. In which case, you know, the average black person is because we are just spiritual by nature, regardless of what we claim to believe in and how we interact with our belief systems. We are very spiritual people, so we have to take time to get to that space. So it's very, very important for you to be just as tolerant with them and patient allowing them the opportunity to come to that space of acceptance and even possibly to come to that space of engaging in what you've chosen to engage in all right you, you can't force it on people you should never force it on people likewise this tolerance will come if, especially if you are still living in the same environment with people go slowly and i that's just general advice to be honest with you i tell everybody to go slowly even if you are living by yourself even if you are living with somebody who um, chooses to practice with you take your time so you don't have to start and build like 10 altars to 10 different deities within the first month of your practice that's not advisable anyway so as i said before you know just take your time let you allow yourself and your family members to get used to what you are doing you know maybe start with a small altar space and you know if you want to put it in a communal area where other people can see it just let them get used to that dynamic over time and then you can build upon it or add other shrines or altars etc in your living space or you know maybe if you are interacting with the system you'll you know communicating with other people give your family and friends enough time to really negotiate their process with you before you start bringing new people around because again you are going to have some challenges if you just try to force these things on individuals 
Another part of this is to truly accept their decision to continue to practice what they practice without them having to practice what you practice. Likewise, accept their decision to maybe not accept you or what you practice. All right. It may be that you can continue to maintain a really close relationship with family and friends, but they don't accept or acknowledge what you do. You may never be able to have a conversation with them about it, even though you can talk to them and you can get along with them about pretty much everything else. But when it comes to ATR, you may not be able to broach those topics and you have to get really comfortable in that space. It can be lonely at times, especially when you don't have other people to communicate with and express your ideas and your beliefs and kind of bounce things off of. But you have to understand that everybody doesn't want to hear that. Think about yourself. The same way you don't necessarily want to hear about you know christian belief systems and and other religious belief systems because it's not just christianity once you transition into atr i know for me you know i i had a strong aversion to pretty much anything christian when i first transitioned into atr and that's just because i had learned so much about the fallacies of christianity and i was so done with the lies and the falsehoods etc etc and i did not want to hear anything about that belief system during that time in my transition and i'm completely different now i could talk to a christian believer all day long without trying to convince them without trying to combat anything that they believe in you can talk to me all day long about jesus and what he's done for you and it makes no difference to me because for me i'm all about what works for you i've come to that space in my journey to where i realized that everything is not for everyone and at the end of the day it's about destiny fulfillment it's about you coming to achieve the things that you were meant to achieve one person may get those types of lessons in religion christianity islam buddhism hinduism etc etc though the latter ones i just mentioned are more so spiritual um systems rather than religions but either way it goes you may get that from something other than atr even if you have african heritage that's just the way it goes you don't have to get it in one space for me it's all about what is going to lead you to your destiny and what is going to help you improve your life if whatever you are doing is working for you i say go ahead and keep doing it but again i wasn't in that space whenever i first transitioned so this is one of the reasons why i do offer up that advice now going through what i've gone through is for people to do be cautious in that area you got to be you know just as tolerant of other people and accepting of what they do just as you want them to accept what you do so with that i am going to go ahead and close up this message right here Ashe guys, have a very beautiful and blessed day and beyond.